And we are live. We are live. Sabaho, everybody. Sabaho, hope you're doing well. Um, I, <laughs> I, uh, Jimmy Fire Dragon, thank you very much for pointing that out. I was um, rushing a little bit to try to get the show started, and I incorrectly typed in uh, the Liberty 2 Pros, which I do have in the studio, which I'm still one of my favorite pair of buds, uh, as opposed to typing in the Liberty 3 Pros, which is what we're going to be talking about today. Um, but yes, with that being said, welcome back to another episode of Saturday Morning with Tech. Um, I am your host, TK Bay, and um, it is a beautiful Saturday morning, October 9th. I can't believe we're in October already. And is in there as well. Jimmy Fire Dragon, Greg uh, joined us as well. Good morning, man. Hope you're doing well. Um, it is October 9th, and today is, well, we kind of like the return of the show, too, because we took a week off last weekend. Um, as you guys know, we took some time off with the family. Uh, my son, I don't know why, but they had like a something called a fall break and where we were allowed to actually, or he was allowed to have uh, a couple of days off. So uh, the, during the weekend, we took some time and we trying to you know, relax and spend some time there. Um, uh, Magic is doing good. Uh, I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm actually doing better, uh, better than I was last week. Um, we were able to have the show with Juan on Thursday. Of course, as you guys know, Juan also had his show over on uh, the Video Maker uh, event, uh, talking Sony Tech, the Xperia Pro, and the A7S III, a lot of stuff that I love. And um, I'll say this. I found out about... Uh, there's there's something that I got a chance to actually... Uh, was introduced to on Friday. That I can't really say what it is yet. But I can tell you that... Um, the excitement level where, let's say if you're normally when you find out about something that's coming up, the excitement level is like, let's say a six or a seven. This was definitely a nine level a level of excitement when I found out about it. It was something out of out of the blue. I didn't know it was coming. There's, there wasn't any information or hints or anything like that. The short answer is hopefully in the near future, I should be able to share some stuff with you guys. But I'm very, very excited about that. Um, but the biggest thing that happened this week, obviously, was the chance for us to play with some really good high quality earbuds from Soundcore or from Anchor, basically. And these are the Liberty 3 Pros. There are the sequels to the Liberty 2 Pros from last year. And I was very surprised of how they were able to refine the experience and how to improve the audio. But not only that, give us so much more functionalities, the ability of connecting two devices at the same time. Uh, I've been really, really enjoying these on my PC and on my, on my phone and just truly be able to be multitasking, jumping from one device to the other, using one ear, but a whole bunch of stuff. But we'll talk a little bit more about them as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, Jimmy, You, I mean, technically, yeah, last week has definitely been one of those things. And then, dude, uh, we are getting so close to the Pixel 6 and the Pixel 6 Pro, so close. Oh, my God. Uh, the amount of leaks, though, that have covered this device is just amazing. Like, there's seriously very little, I feel like we're going to find out new information. Um, obviously, other than confirmation of a lot of the things that we've seen, uh, there was a whole bunch of things posted this morning, too, that I saw that were really interesting on how uh, the Pixel 6 and the Pixel 6 Pro will have certain features that, you know, we were originally introduced to back in like 2017. Uh, I think it was called the uh, eraser functionality in the in the camera processing app, where it allows us to actually remove certain things in the background, something that we typically need like Photoshop to be able to do. Let's just say that. Uh, so hopefully that that's actually a true thing coming in as a, as a feature there. Um, but yeah, overall, this week has been an interesting week. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, I, I was trying very hard to try to push out a couple of videos. I pushed out one on Tuesday, I think Wednesday as well. Or I think one Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, the first one was the X1 remote, the universal remote uh, by Sofa Baton. And it was a very interesting approach to 
keeping the live or keeping the uh, Logitech uh, Harmony uh, smartwatch, uh, sorry, the uh, the smart remote alive, uh, because the Harmony, uh, well, Logitech pretty much discontinued those uh, those remotes, and um, I think Sofa Baton is doing a decent job of bringing those and keeping those alive. Um, so with that, you know, really, that was kind of like my, my biggest thing. And of course, uh, the Liberty 3 Pro. And uh, honestly, I was I shot the video and I didn't get a chance to edit it yet. So I have a video coming very soon on the S Pen Pro. But I figured we can talk about it a little bit about today because I, I feel like there's enough um, there's enough conversation around it. It obviously this is going to be only applying to Samsung devices and not only even Samsung specifically, but a small number of Samsung devices, mostly their flagships and Note line. Um, and even the tab tab S7. So we'll talk about that one. Uh, good morning, uh, Marilyn. Nice to see you. Thank you for joining us. Uh, it, so it's been an interesting week. Like I said, uh, not exactly a very busy week, but kind of like slow rolling. Um, definitely within the next week or so, we're going to be finding out more. Uh, not next week, I think. It's the week after, right? I could be wrong. I think the 19th is the date. Today, yeah. So it's uh, not not next Tuesday, the 12th, but a week from Tuesday. Uh, Google is going to be announcing or basically launching the Pixel 6 and Pixel 6 Pro. We've seen some images of both. We've seen some leaks going on. So there's a lot of things to talk about that there. Uh, but then overall, like I said, as a week, it's been a little bit slow. Uh, more good, more things going on as far as day job and stuff. But let's talk a little bit about you know the, the biggest things in here, obviously. I'll start off with the sound core, and then we'll jump into the S Pen, um, unless you guys have some questions in the, in the middle. Uh, it's night out here in India. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Uh, uh, Balram, yes, it's always been a challenge with the show of when to put it up at the right time. I realize that it's pretty late uh, in India, depending where you are in the world. But we definitely appreciate having you in the, uh, you know, in in the chat and have, hanging out with us um, on your Saturday evening. Um, so Soundcore, as as a as a as a, as a, a wireless solution, an audio solution uh, as a company, has been pushing out a lot of earbuds, right? So we saw the P3s earlier. We saw the Live series. Uh, we also have uh, you know different generation of uh, of Soundcores. But the biggest thing that I've enjoyed since last year that I still felt to this day that basically performed the best and gave us the best experience were the Liberty Two Pros. Um, as a wireless solution, they did very nice, and then recently they pushed out an update that included, well, that uh, upgraded the audio quality to LDAC, which is one of the biggest features that I've been loving about, you know, going with Sony headphones and so on. LDAC is definitely a much better audio solution than, you know, AAC or even SBC. The concern, though, is now what do you do when you want to release a second generation of these? You know, because you gave LDAC to them before you released the second one. Well, there's a few other optimizations that are done here that we don't have on the Liberty 2 Pros. First and foremost, they're smaller. That's much better. I like that. Um, I like the fact that the battery life is still consistently long. Um, active noise cancellation has a few different tricks up its sleeve, uh, especially with ambient mode. Uh, ambient mode now has a beta version that amplifies specifically the audio portion of your conversation. So if you're talking to somebody, it actually increases the volume of that person's voice, making it clearer for you to listen, as opposed to just having ambient, meaning just being passed through or um, basically just uh, turning up the volume on the outside world just so you can hear things without having to take your earbuds. Um, so Greg is jumping in with that one. You know what, uh, Greg? I actually I did not go in on the Duo Two. Uh, Juan and I are going to be doing a, a little bit of a trade. So um, I think once he's done doing his initial wave of coverage on the Duo Two, when he gets his, I think probably we'll end up just doing a trade like we did last year. We don't have a note, so we can't really do a trade between a Duo and a Note. Uh, so I'm not sure if you if we'll do it with the Duo or maybe some of the other devices coming up. And <laughs> the Wi-Fi on the t uh, on the monitor behind me just decided to go out. Uh, tech for uh, tech for your nerds. Uh, thank tech for your needs. Hey man, good morning. And um, but yeah, the reality is, is, you know, as a pair of buds, really, there's very few things on the market right now that work this well. 
the master and dynamic buds that I have that came with the uh, Snapdragon Insider's phone, those are obviously the only ones that for me right now are a little bit a step above there. Now, do they beat everything else on the market? There's some pros and cons that comes with everything. The audio profile on them is a little bit bass heavy, which is typical to Soundcore. So if you're looking for something like that, and by the way, for me, I actually enjoy those. Um, you're still able to tune it a little bit with the built-in EQ options in there with the custom hearing uh, EQ options that they have. And it should sound a little bit better. Uh, but as far as overall performance, battery life, there's no question. It sounds amazing. Uh, the ANC, I felt like, was not as strong as I was hoping it would be, but it definitely was enough with music playing uh, to basically cancel out the rest of the world. So that does a decent job. And the fact that we have the right buds to pick here makes it so much better to use because you can choose the, the buds as well as the tips on the actual buds themselves. So when you're when you're listening to them, you're looking at them here. Let me see if I can get this thing here. So you can see it right there. There's basically the wing and the tip itself. And then you're able to customize that so that you get the right experience. And very few head, uh, earbuds do those, even uh, over the ear ones at this point. Uh, but yeah, so, you know, I think that overall, if you're looking for a pair of buds right now, oh, speaking of which, they are running a cur uh, currently a promotion. It's uh, $20 off. And I wasn't sure how they were doing it originally, but then I found out when I reached out is that uh, it's $20 off the retail price, which is $169. Currently, if you go to Best Buy, if you go to uh, Amazon, they're all listed at $149. And that's, a, that's the discounted price. I'm not sure if it's going to be a little cheaper later on. I think some people were saying, we'll wait for, you know, Black Friday or so on. There's always a possibility, but I don't know. And then, of course, if it does drop, maybe you may be able to get the get it in stock. But if you're looking for a pair of buds, I really recommend these, especially for the audio experience. Uh, they're not exactly intended for gaming. You're going to notice some delay, especially for gamers that like to play first-person shooters, PUBG, Call of Duty Mobile, anything like that, because you're going to notice the delay when you're either hearing something and then by the time it's actually reacting. And I think most of the times when we're playing games like that, um, awareness, environmental awareness is the biggest thing that kind of gets you. If you can't hear the, uh, the player coming from back behind you on the right or on the left, you may end up missing or basically end up being ambushed. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely very nice. So if you haven't had a chance to check it out, the Liberty 2 Pro, sorry, the Liberty 3 Pro video dropped a couple of days ago. And uh, realistically, I, I, I can't say bad. And it, there's no real bad things about it. There's really, um, it's a good experience with a very nice price point. I think for 150, you can't go wrong. And these are the pros. So keep in mind, these are literally the best that they offer. Um, the other thing that I did find though, which is interesting, uh, so as I was testing it, I, I went through a couple of things. And I mentioned that in the video, but I, I didn't really emphasize a lot about it because I didn't know if this was something that they could fix. Uh, while I was testing the Liberty 2 Pros, Liberty 3 Pros, with um, I tested it out with the Pixel 5, the Insider Phone, and the S21 Ultra. On the S21 Ultra, for some reason, I can't get it to play with LDAC. Like, it will not run. Uh, you can see that the codec is available. So if you go into developer settings or developer options, you go all the way down to the audio configuration. You can see the codec is available. So it shows me AAC, SPC, and LDAC. If you select LDAC, it's stuck to 16-bit with uh, 40, 44 kilohertz, which typically is more what we get with AAC than LDAC. And when I connect it to my Pixel or connect it to the Insider phone, I'm able to get 3296, which is what I was expecting to get with LDAC, a higher quality audio. Uh, and of course, that's it, it also actually sounds different, which is the weird part. I got very used to using the master and dynamic ones that run at uh, basically 42, no, I think 4496, uh, that I, for the most part, when I turned on the, you know, on the, on the S21 Ultra with, it, with the standard setting, I could hear that the audio wasn't playing as well. Like it's weird, but like the, your ears start to actually tell you. Uh, and I went in to double check in the settings and sure enough, it wasn't playing at that level. So I reached out to Soundcore. I let them know. 
I did double check with one of my buddies and it seems like it's happening also on their S21 Ultra. So it could be something to do with Samsung and the sound core experience. I don't, I want to say that I'm not 100% sure that this was the same experience when it was with my Sony's because LDAC is also something that Sony's likes to use. So I'll have to confirm that a little bit more. But at some point or another, Samsung either has to play well with other companies' brands of earbuds as opposed to just theirs. Uh, but for some reason, I, I anticipated the S21 Ultra to be literally like the best of what we can get. But when it came to audio, I wasn't able to get it. So we'll see. Um, ER 1980s in the chat. Hey, man, Ibrahim, good morning. Hope you're doing well. Um, Hold on. Uh, let me see here. Jimmy Fire Dragon said, um, uh, "Did I? Uh, sorry, did you get to see the leaked Google Six and Six Pro specs uh, documents from uh, Carphone Warehouse?" So I saw that one. Adam um, Adam Conway from XDA did post that this morning as a as a comment. So we, they were talking about basically the thirty watt charger. They're talking about the, uh, the charging speed, the the new stand, and I think that's where they talked about the magic eraser uh, functionality. But they were also talking about the five years of uh, of updates. Um, now, I wasn't sure if that meant five years of software updates or five years of patch updates, which, by the way, five years, even if it is just security patch update, is a crazy amount of years. Um, so, yeah, I, I did get a chance to see some of those. Um, again, this phone has been leaked to death. Uh, we've even had a hands-on with a with an early prototype of it. The only thing I'm really wondering why we don't have it or how come we haven't seen that yet, uh, this, um, if you remember, I want to say the Pixel 3, the Pixel 3 XL was unboxed and reviewed uh, about two to three months before the phone was launched because it fell off a truck somewhere in Russia or somewhere like that. So it was one of those weird things like this is the only thing that we haven't seen on the Pixel 6 and 6 Pro. Uh, but we know a lot of what's coming up because of how we've seen Android evolve with it. So the short answer is, I'm excited. I can't wait. Um, you know, again, the 19th can't come here fast enough. I can't believe I'm, I'm saying this, but I really wish it was the 19th. And I can't wait for pre-orders to open if I'm not able to be part of Team Pixel again and hopefully get a chance to to check it out. If I am, again, over the moon, over the over the moon all the way. Um, Okay, so uh, Shikar is asking, did you get the Pixel 6 from Google? So no, we haven't, uh, neither 6 or 6 Pro have been uh, sent to anybody yet. Typically with Team Pixel, we don't usually get things ahead of time. We usually get them right about the time they're about to launch. So if there is going to be anything coming up, that's probably what will happen. Uh, but unfortunately, there's no guarantee. It's one of those things that it, when it happens, it happens. And we don't really get a lot of heads up in advance, if that makes sense. So uh, no, I don't have it yet. But I can say with, with good confidence that what we see with the Pixel 5a, there's a lot of things that are going to be transitioning there. It's just I think there's still a few things that are being kept um, close to the chest a little bit uh, with Google when it comes down to the Pixel 6 and 6 Pro. Uh, specifically, like I said, when it comes down to the new processor, uh, the camera setup, the process, you know, all of those things that are hardware dependent are going to be coming up. So we'll have to see how that goes. Uh, Chemi's in the chat. Hey, man, hope you're doing well. Um, Oh, Jimmy's back in there. Um, so I saw a tweet uh, not long ago, not, not long after that. Um, it'll be oh four years of Android uh, major updates and five years of software updates. So that's the this is the right now as far as I know the most I've seen on any device has been three Android software updates, um, and I think that's mostly because there's there's a lot of factors in there, but. The biggest part of it is is also on Qualcomm side, right? The manufacturer of the uh, the SoC doesn't support these SoCs for longer than three years for basically drivers and updates. So if you can't get new drivers to support those SoC, even if Android is up, it becomes a little bit of more work for uh, OEMs or even pick uh, you know Google to release updates for them. 
But the fact that they're using Whitechapel or basically the Tensor uh, chipset is they're able to control everything. So five years uh, of software of patch update and four years of software. It's amazing. So it's going to come out with what? With 12. So it'll have 13, 14, um, and then for 15, yeah, 13, 14, 15, 16. So four more years because it came out with 12. So that's going to be exciting. Um, oh, <laughs> yes. Uh, so right before, uh, um, when would other when would other Pixel devices get uh, night sight portrait? Uh, this is going to be so it's a, it's more of a feature that typically Google will roll out primarily to the new new devices first, and it's also dependent on the hardware on the device. So if they're using the same sensors as the new generations, they're more than likely going to get it. Uh, more than likely, also if you try to do a, a G cam port over to your older Pixel, you may be able to get that feature ahead of time. Uh, most of the time, it's limited based on testing, so it depends on when Google gets a chance to test it out and make sure that it works. Uh, but it doesn't mean that you can't just uh, port the new version of the uh, Google Cam and the Gcam port. Especially with Pixel, they're usually very easy to, uh, to port over. Um, Jimmy Fire Dragon is... Uh, <laughs> that is true, actually. I forgot about that part. Um, so I, I went to sleep on Thursday night realizing, and, and I saw some tweets talking about the fact that, you know, tomorrow morning, the Apple Watch is going to be available for, uh, for early pre-order. And uh, if you guys have followed the channel for some time, I typically, at the when iPhones are launched, I typically pick up the iPhone and the Apple Watch. Uh, this year, for some reason, I'm not very interested. Like, there's a lot of things going on with, uh, with iOS or in, with iPhones this year. Trust me, I'm very happy that we have uh, 120 hertz, you know, uh, promotion, uh, the basically 120 hertz refresh rate on the Pro series of uh, iPhones. But it wasn't enough for me to basically say, oh, I got to drop my, you know, my phone and I got to jump on, the, you know, the iPhone bandwagon mostly because I've been playing with phones that have 165 uh, hertz refresh rate, 144 hertz, 140 hertz. I mean, 120 is great, but it's a few years late in a certain way. I mean, um, OnePlus has been uh, having those on, on their OnePlus 9 and OnePlus 8 for a couple of years now. Oppo devices have had that. Um, we Again, Red Magic gone all the way up to 165 hertz. Uh, we have the... Um, the ROG phone goes up to 144 hertz. Again, the question of refresh rate. Oh, even Sony go, went up to 120 hertz on a one uh, on a 4K panel. So to me, I decided not to go with the iPhones. Again, I'm not trying to put it down. It just I didn't feel like it was bringing anything new to my experience on mobile technology. That this is the big thing. I don't like to jump into things that I feel like are are new and hot just because of that faction or just because they're new. They need to make sense, and they need to make sense for me on multiple uh, regions. So that's why I didn't go with the iPhone 13 or the series of 13 devices. But the Apple Watch 7 fit a little bit more for me or made sense a little bit more. Um, I've been playing with a lot of different smartwatches uh, recently, uh, having the fact that Samsung went over to Google or Android Wear. Uh, and of course, we have, you know, TickWatch going to be hopefully updated to Wear 3.0 at some point in the near future. Uh, there's a lot of things coming up that basically make this experience for me very intriguing. So Apple Watch 7 uh, brings in a whole bunch of new fun functionalities also with a bigger display. So I wanted to kind of check it out. So I woke up at 5 o'clock in the morning on Friday, and then I forgot about it. I forgot about it, and then I remembered about 5.46. And when I went at 5.46 to the Apple website to try to order, the order was not only into end of October, but beginning of September, uh, beginning of November, of course, because everybody was ordering and everybody was going there. So I decided to go to Best Buy, and then sure enough, Best Buy had the Apple Watch 7, and it was going to ship on launch day. So I wasn't going to get it on launch day, meaning I couldn't go pick it up from the Apple Store. But, you know, realistically, a couple of days of shipping, I'm okay with that. 
uh, and it was free shipping, which was really nice. So overall, I decided to pick up the Apple Watch 7, uh, and I'm going to be using it with the 11 Pro Max that I have. I think I still think the 11 Pro Max is very capable and is more than enough than I, what I need from an iPhone experience. It's my work phone for my day job, and you know what? 11 Pro Max for the win, and the Apple Watch 7 is going to work just perfectly fine. There's nothing that changes that. And I didn't go with the LTE model. I decided to go with the Wi-Fi model only, uh, mostly because I just, again, it's more of a, also for comparison's sake, I feel like a lot of people compare Apple Watches, but just to be able to start doing some coverage on that. So that'll be interesting for me. Uh, oh, Aditya's in there. Good morning, Aditya. I hope you're doing well. Uh, let me see here. I think I kind of jumped a few. Um, oh, uh, today I'm actually using a coffee cup, mostly because I was at my son's uh, swim meet. Um, so Omar is doing uh, some, some comp uh, he's competing in a meet against some of the other uh, clubs in our area uh, for, you know, for swimming competition. So I got a chance to be with him in the morning. And then now I came back home for this. Hmm. Coffee is the best juice. Uh, or as those TikToks would be, like I take a sip and I'll be like, ah, good soup. I don't know how that, but that was that was that was my attempt for me to, to even not be a remote. <laughs> uh, just yeah, TikTok is is a wormhole. Oh my god. Um, Oh, here, Jimmy Fire Dragon, and um, and next year Samsung for their for their Enterprise Edition uh, will be going up to four years for, uh, for Android updates and five years for security updates. Uh, uh, I would say Enterprise Editions have always had slightly different experiences. Um, actually, I would almost say. Um, what is it called? Panasonic. So Panasonic has a very different experience with Qualcomm when it comes down to their patch update and, and features. Um, they use a specific SOC that Qualcomm manages and carries for much longer durations, and they're able to promise that as well. So Panasonic also has that for their enterprise. This is why Panasonic costs a little bit more when we talk about their mobile tablets and so on when they're using a Qualcomm chipset. It's because of that type of stuff. Uh, business always gets a longer experience. Consumer is generally a much shorter one because they assume consumers can typically flip phones faster than a business. The business will only change a solution when it comes down to a smartphone or a piece of tech when it becomes obsolete. You have, I mean, the reality I would probably say is most small businesses that if we visit today, more than likely are running one to two generations of Windows behind what we what everybody has. And it's mostly because of the features and the software that they use, the solution that they use to manage their business hasn't been updated. So they're stuck in that version of Windows. So it's kind of a weird situation though. But yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> I saw you tweet, uh, you were going to order an Apple Watch 7 from Best Buy, I think. Uh, Mobvoy are releasing a new, yes. So I saw that as well. I saw that uh, there was a tweet, uh, I was not a tweet. I forgot. So, so basically the, the not that I was going to say the rumor, but uh, Mobvoy supposedly is going to be launching a uh, the um, the TicWatch, I want to say um, Ultra. I think it's the TicWatch Ultra coming up for for basically like at the end of the year. Um, so supposedly, yeah, there's going to be a new watch coming out. So there's a lot of watches to talk about. This is the, the biggest thing. I had a chance to play with the uh, Watch 3 Pro, which I still like, and it's one of my favorite watches to date. Uh, they had the P, uh, the more the E3 model, which is more of the lighter edition, but still features the same processor and the same amount of RAM, which gave you that very nice, speedy, uh, snappy response back from Android Wear. Um, so overall, I think it's going to be a really good, interesting experience. How would a, like the TicWatch um, um, Ultra compare to the uh, Apple Watch 7 and or even to the Samsung, S, uh, the Samsung Galaxy Watch 4 now that they're on Android? So it's definitely going to be an interesting comparison. So for me, wearables are very are very much a big experience, uh, a big augmenting experience that I like to use. Smartphones are great, um, but really at the end of the day, 
do I really need to catch my phone and open up my phone to look at my notifications all the time? I kind of talked about that a little bit when, when I was doing that video of why I returned the Z Flip 3. It's because I felt like, I truly felt like the external display on the Z Flip 3 was doing pretty much the same as my watch. And if I'm wearing a watch, I don't need a phone display to be able to tell me what's going on. I don't need to keep picking up my phone to look at the same thing that I can do from my watch. So it's a very much, um, I would say, basically consolidated based experience. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm, I'm actually interested to see what the uh, the Ultra and if it does actually bring, uh, I think I saw somewhere where they, it was going to be featuring the 4100 plus. So that's going to be interesting to see the one of the first uh, SOCs there. Uh, then we'll see how that goes. Uh, Jimmy Fire Dragon, Apple must be a little bit. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, no, don't get me wrong. iPhones are there. Look, everybody uses what they feel comfortable in and what fits their needs. And I am 100% sure that there is, there is everybody that uses iPhones aren't using it despite using it just to use it for that purpose. They're using it because they're comfortable in it and they use it because they find what they need in it. I just feel like when I go into an iPhone system or the I iOS ecosystem, I just feel a lot of constraints. And I love being able to customize my device to the next level. Um, you know, there's a whole bunch of things coming up, but like I want to be able to change my launcher. If I want to use Nova Prime, I want to be able to install a different launcher on the on the uh, on the UI element. And to this day, iPhones, when you first unlock them and you go to the home screen, they still look the same as they look like back at the uh, when they was first uh, announced. Not that there's an issue with consistency, but it's more about how do you keep it fresh. And that's for me right now. It's just I don't I don't get that level of excitement when I uh, unlock an iPhone. It works, and it works, obviously does a great great job, of course. Um, and I think I'm like six six years behind. Uh... <laughs> Greg, I love that TK TK yummy juice. Yes, always always geeky Nassim. Good morning. Hope you hope you guys are doing well. Yes, man. We're um, it's a good day. It's a good day. October 9th, twenty twenty one. So ten nine two one has been has been a, a good day to a certain point. There's been a lot of up and ups and downs this week. Um, but you know what? Positive, positive, positive. Let's keep it that way, okay? Um, but yeah, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Uh, Sebastian uh, Lobos is in there. Hey, man, hope you're doing good. Uh, <laughs> you guys, good juice. Uh, so yeah, the, the overall experience, I think with the Apple Watch, what I'm looking forward to is just to see how, again, uh, has. The last time I think I, I I checked out an Apple Watch was in Series 4. And I think at that time, I felt like it, it did enough of a job, but it still didn't fit my needs. Um, one thing I probably will say, Samsung probably copied from Apple on their watch, even though they're using Android Wear, their app drawer now looks like uh, the bubbles of the applications that we get on um, Android watches. And to be honest, actually, I'll say this much. There's one thing that I did find when I switch. So when I was using the Galaxy Watch 4, I used it for the obviously for the review and I actually was using it as a, as a daily watch. But then I ended up switching back to my Patek Watch 3 Pro. And that's because it's just a more of a familiarity. Um, the big thing that I will say that I liked on Apple, on not Apple, on the Samsung, uh, the Galaxy Watch 4 uh, was the fact that when I swiped up from the bottom on the home screen and basically on the main watch face, you can actually jump into uh, the app drawer, which I felt like is, is very reminiscent of how we use it on our smartwatches. On regular smartwatches from uh, Mobvoi, swiping up from the bottom gives me my notification, which is good. But I kind of feel like we should have that option as well. Having to push a button on the on the Tick Watch 3 uh, is... Uh, I would probably say it's like an extra step. Like I feel like I should be able to just swipe kind of like my phone. So overall, uh, there's been a little bit of back and forth for me there. Uh, yeah. Um, send it here. Uh, what's happening? 
Oh man, um, thank you. Appreciate it, uh, Ibrahim. So, family is doing okay. Uh, there, uh, there's a lot of things going on right now with a lot of rationing and gas uh, shortages and so on. Uh, they're doing okay, and, and I'm trying to stay in touch with with them as much as possible and see if there's anything we can do to help. Uh, but yeah, it's it's been really, it is really surprising on some of the stuff going on in uh, in uh, in Beirut and Lebanon. So for for me right now, it's it's we're, it's it's a thing that we have to keep watching. We have to see how things go, and hopefully things will get better. But I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it, and uh, yeah, that's that's always on the back of my mind, and <laughs> it never goes away. Uh, Lebanon is always a uh, yeah. It's always near and dear to my heart, as, as you guys know. Um, uh, Geeky Nassim, uh, like, share, and subscribe to TKB. It helps uh, push up the uh, motivated, motivated guys. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Appreciate it, man. Thank you very much. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, it's 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 a very interesting... Um, it's very surprising how things are in 2021. And at the end of 2021, we are in that position. Um, but yes, keeping keeping a little bit more with, uh, I guess, what potentially could be coming up at this point. Um, I'm still waiting to find out from Sony, where is the Xperia 5 Mark III? Uh, there's no words for this. I think originally they, they talked about launching it at the end of summer, and we didn't hear anything about that. The one Mark III is obviously shipping to everybody. That is anybody and everybody that wants to get on that. Um, and I think Quan and I are a little bit... Uh, I guess we were, we were hoping for a little bit more uh, to be able to actually play, spend some more time with it. Uh, but we'll have to see. Maybe the Xperia 5 will be coming up in, uh, in the near future. Uh, a lot of things also were coming up uh, when it came down for me, at least this week, when I started to play around with that uh, S Pen Pro. Um, it was very, it was a very different experience. Like I didn't understand it at the beginning. When I first opened up the box and I took the pen out, I didn't understand what's the purpose of this pen. Like why release it? Why make this pen and make it sell for a hundred bucks? Um... <laughs> I wish I could wink that much, uh, DTI. I really don't. I really don't. And I, uh, honestly, you, let me just say this. The moment I get the Xperia 5 Mark III in the house, uh, believe me, you guys will see a very different level of excitement. Uh, there hasn't been any word, and I've been reaching out back as much as possible. Um, I think the, this, the, the chip shortages has been a big impact into what Sony's doing, uh, even down to the actual releases. In the U.S., they're only sending them in smaller batches and only sending them to meet um, uh, basically, the the you know the needed uh, pre-orders that are going out right now, and they're fulfilling those first. So there's not even that much excess uh, hardware. So I'm I'm really feeling like I think like the uh, Xperia Five is probably probably a little bit behind because of that. I'm just hoping it doesn't get delayed to the point that kind of like how we got the Xperia Pro. The Xperia Pro, for the most part, we learned about it I think in early 2020, but it didn't come out till 2021. Um, although still a very powerful smartphone, uh, it was running like almost two years generational hardware by the time it was coming up because it was running 2020 hardware into 2021. So long story short, I'm hoping we don't get to that level. So um, my hope is that Samsung, uh, Sony does put that out. And uh, if I if I ended up getting, I promise, uh, Aditya, I'll be blinking all over the place uh, the way we do it uh, <laughs> normally. Um, and I think there's still a good chance. Yes, uh, I think uh, Ibrahim or ER is on point there. I think the S21 FE is still planned to be coming out. Um, although if we think about it, so we're October right now, October, November. So it would be probably within the next couple of weeks, probably November, uh, I would say maybe mid-November to kind of capture that, um, you know, Black Friday, Christmas wave of people buying phones or Christmas gifts and so on. And I think that's, I think that would be the right time to put it out. Uh, but, I, you know, kind of like to circle back a little bit. Um, the S Pen Pro was really confusing for me. Samsung has... In, in 2021, and I put out a video uh, not that long ago talking about how I feel like the S21 Ultra 
So this guy. The S21 Ultra is the Samsung S20 and the Note 21 Ultra of 2021. They didn't release one, and that was because primarily they released this phone supporting an S Pen. Not, I mean, it does support this one, but it wasn't this one. They announced the S Pen Pro at the time of the S21 Ultra. That was the, the way they did it. But then they said it will be coming later in the year. So later in the year meant obviously way, way more months than we everybody could even pay, uh, wait for. So people picked up you know, S Pens that worked with it. You had the case that came for it. It was a little bit awkward. I didn't feel like it was the right uh, format. Uh, oh, dude. Okay, we're going to get to that one. Um, so th there's been a lot of things going on there. So that was one of the biggest thing. So I started using it with the S21 Ultra. Then, of course, I finally got my... Uh, well, I get the... Uh, the no, Sorry, the... Um, the the fold three and um of course i got the s pen for that because there was a case for it again this is i don't know why they did it this way but by the time the s pen pro came out everybody that wanted an s pen for their device be it the fold three the s21 ultra or even the tab s7 plus already bought one because they made the version that came out with it that was not a bluetooth connected then you get the s20 the s pen pro and then you're like what's the point and the reality i'll just say this everything that the note s pen can do is now possible with the S Pen Pro. I'm talking gestures, I'm talking wireless connectivity, I'm talking controlling your device, be it a fold, be it a, a tablet, be it a phone, this works with everything. And the reality is if you are going to look for a pen and you haven't picked one up yet, uh, and I'm giving you guys a little bit of a sneak peek into this, into the, into the video that's gonna be dropping hopefully Monday, uh, you really should not buy the case with the S Pen. I think that's that that would be the mistake to do. You should just buy the S Pen Pro because if you really want the S Pen functionalities, this offers us all of them, and it offers you the right one uncompromised. This this is truly a Pro S Pen, with the exclusion of the fact that obviously it's not what the S Pen is uh, on the uh, let's say the S uh, on the Note 20 Ultra, and I say that it actually mimics the functionality of gestures and so on. But because it works on the Note series, because it has that retractable tip, and we're also, you know, they also provide us extra replacement pieces, it truly, in my opinion, fits the Pro moniker. It can do way more than what your standard S Pen can do, and not only that, it augments the experience. It adds those gesture functionality. Uh, so for me, this is why I really like it, and I'm going to be, you know, pushing out the video on this. And in the video, I tested out on a few devices. I want to, and, and I'll kind of share with you guys there. Um, what works and what doesn't work, and you be you may be surprised in some of the uh, findings that I got into uh, in with that with that uh, testing because it doesn't actually work the exact same way on every device, and there are certain things that are there, certain things that are not, and it brings new features to some devices and it doesn't to others, which is weird. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely interested to see. Uh, hopefully, you guys will enjoy that video uh, coming up very soon. Um, ER is asking, would uh, the Samsung, okay, so the S20 FE, the S20 FE had DeX, um, and we should assume that yes. I think Greg was asking if um, the FE series typically gets DeX or not. They follow the S21, so last year with the S20 did, and it should carry over, because it technically is an S, an S series with the 21 moniker. So it's not an A series where it drops, and it's not the Flip 3, because that's also not part of it. So in theory, DeX should still be coming, and it should be coming in at a much more affordable price, around the five to 600 bucks. So that's really where the fan edition comes in. Much later in the year, with a more tailored experience from what we expect from the S21. I'm hoping, though, they don't just stick to the camera setup that we have on the S20 series or the S21 series. Because if you remember, the S21 uh, and the S21 Plus pretty much carried over the camera system from last year, from 2020. So to have an S20 FE carry the same experience in there, I feel like it's more of like we want to have more functionality. I realize it's supposed to be more, more affordable, 
but you know, with the compromises, my hope is that they bring in some of the some of the other optics that they're able to bring in. So we'll see. Um, oh, TK, I was texting, <laughs> I was texting Dan, uh, the ground detective uh, guys TV, um, earlier today. And he told me, uh, to convey uh, his regard to you and everyone on the chat, dude, I appreciate it. Yeah. I've been, I've been following, he's working on putting out some content. I think there's going to be a new video dropping tomorrow on, on ground attack. Uh, so yeah, dude, definitely. I, I have, if I wasn't so busy during the week, honestly, I wanted to download and install, uh, the 2048 at uh, the 2042, um, battlefield uh, game, but I haven't been able to uh, to check out the beta, uh, and I've had barely any time even just to play the new season of uh, Call of Duty. They dropped season six, as you guys imagine. Uh, they destroy some of Verdansk as they always do every time they release a new season. Um, so new maps in there. There's a couple of new max maps in multiplayer on Cold Wars. Um, so if you guys play Call of Duty, definitely check it out. There's a lot of new things in there, and, and a few skins, panda skins. I don't know why. Um, I, I I was I was intrigued by the look, but in the middle of a game, the last thing I want is to be that you know that 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 visible enemy that comes six miles away from you and you can see him because your enemy has ears. So we'll have to see. I, I think some of their skins they have are actually pretty good. Uh, but yeah, for sure, for sure, uh, that would be nice for playing with Huawei desktop. Yes, definitely. Um, oh, uh, so it's a good question. Uh, there was a couple of questions that came up before. I think. Um, was it called uh shikhar is asking before are you excited for the next oneplus device so we know for sure that there's not going to be a t-series this year oneplus announced it there's not going to be a 9t there could still be the 9rt which essentially for the better part is um basically the sequel of what we got last year with the 8t but there was a slightly upgraded version uh, and that could be coming more to the indian market than it is to the rest of the international market so but yes uh, the next device should for the most part be the 10 and the 10 pro um, and what we're a few months away from that. So we're at least three to four months away, five months at least, if I'm not mistaken, uh, because the main thing that I'm excited to see here is in further improvements of the Hasselblad relationship and the further improvement of, and, and also not only that, also the, um, the augmenting experience of color OS, uh, as the basis of, um, of oxygen OS. So it's something that I think a lot of people are wondering, um, I'll say this and, and not to say against anything with the two devices. I'm a big fan of ColorOS. ColorOS 11 for me changed my 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 view of how Oppo does their software implementation on Android. Um, Seven was a good version of it was a good skin, um, and the ver and the device that I had from there uh, from them at the time was the 10x Zoom that never got seven. It was running on 6.7 for a while. I think it's because of the region I was in, or it may have it at some point now, but I don't have that phone anymore. And then when uh, the Find X2 came out, and that came out with ColorOS 7. That was perfect. Then 11 came in, and that that really and it revamped the entire phone. My experience with the Find X2 Pro got so much better with 11. So having ColorOS as the basis of Oxygen OS is not a bad thing for me. I feel like it's the right, right base to go through. Since they're combining their R&D and their development system anyways, there's really no function of having dual teams supporting separate uh, OSs. In China, ColorOS is going to be released on OnePlus devices. We already knew that since Hydrogen OS was retired. So there's really not much else to kind of say, why would it not be where it's a skin over? Um, the Nord 2 for me was the first experience of that. And I, I have to say as an implementation, I can see and I can pick the elements of ColorOS, but I definitely enjoy how things are working there. So for me, it didn't really have any problems. I like that. And whatever we get with uh, with, uh, with the OnePlus 9, sorry, OnePlus 10 and 10 Pro are obviously going to be very exciting there. Um, I did get a chance to play a little bit with 
um, what was I going to say, um, Oxygen OS 12 beta. Uh, and, and you can start seeing some more of the elements in there as well. I think Color OS is definitely progressing very, very nicely. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, I think, um, uh, well, I want to say uh, within a couple of days or so, I think maybe Monday, Tuesday, next week, Color OS is going to be un uh, unveiling their beta release for, uh, Android, for Android 12. So that's going to be, they made an announcement last week. So we're, we're going to see more. So think of, that's the basis and then obviously you know oxygen os will feed off and we'll be able to go from there so we'll see how that goes from there um so with that question going in um okay so does oneplus buds support lhdc on the nord 2 at the time of launch oneplus announced that they said they didn't the version of the nord 2 that i have with the oneplus buds that i have did indicate me or at least in the settings it did indicate me to be able to turn on lhdc so that to me was supposedly you know something that we can do even though we are using a mediatek processor with the dimensity 1200 ai um, i can't confirm 100 percent if it is 100 if it is something that is working or not outside of just the indicator in the system um, it is also supposed to be coming to the 9 and the 9 Pro as part of a software update later on. So that's one of the other things that we talked about. So it is going to come. The question with it uh, is, is going to be basically, is that feature showing on the Nord 2 uh, a fluke, meaning it should have, shouldn't have been turned on in there because it's not in there. It's really supposed to say SBC as opposed to LHDC. I'm, sorry, I do apologize. Um, I don't have confirmation from them yet. My understanding is when I reached back to them, it said um, it should be coming up as a software update later on. And currently, SBC is the best solution that you're able to get. But yes, I did see. And if you check the video that I put out on there, um, I did show that LHDC was showing on my Nord 2, but the Nord 2 uh, that I was using at the time. Um, yes, I think. Uh, OK, so I think. Uh, uh, Padrip Kumar asked that same thing, or I think it was the same question twice. Uh, I think the OnePlus, okay, so I think the OnePlus 9R are coming to India in, and in China only. Uh, I think those are the two markets, yeah. It, it's it's definitely not the international market for the 9R. I mean, we never saw it in Europe, and it never came here in the U.S. So for us, the 9R is, again, for the better part, an upgraded AT. So if you love the AT and you liked what uh, the OnePlus AT was doing, I still think it's a good experience. But again, just that's what it's based off of. So hopefully if they do release the 9R T, it'll be maybe more uh, closely resembling the 9 as opposed to the, the AT from last year. So better uh, better processing and image, especially the ultra-wide sensor on that one. Uh, let me see here. Oh, so El Jose is jumping in here. It says, um, what happened with the Duo 2? Um, I think one of the devices, uh, okay. Um, it's one of the devices I'm excited about, uh, excited about because the form factor reminds me of the V60. Uh, love the dual screen there. I think the Duo 2 honestly is... Um, I, I feel like, so from, from a person that doesn't use the Duo all the time, I think the Duo 2 is really what I was expecting to get with the Duo for the first Duo. The first Duo had some challenges in the release, and that was the biggest issue, why we received it in 2020, in 2020 with an 855 as opposed to having an 865, you know what I mean? So the overall experience was a little bit of a, a delayed timing and release. The brand new Duo 2 first I'm very happy to see that uh, Microsoft is continuing the support for the Duo, first and foremost. But I feel like a lot of the optimizations and a lot of the updates that they did there obviously excite us most because, A, we're finally getting a, a current SoC. We're getting cameras that are not just the front-facing camera, so decent cameras on the back. Uh, we also have a little bit more functionality with the curved edges on the display. It's no longer flat, so you're able to see some of your uh, notification tickers on the edge without having to open it up. 
Uh, and of course, at the end of the day, it truly is a tablet experience, an Android tablet experience. So the think of it as a desktop experience, like a 16 by nine desktop experience split in the middle with, uh, with a hinge mechanism on two displays, which makes this a very nice, um, it, it, it actually fits the experience that you would expect with a larger display smartphone. The fold and the flip both provide us a, it, it's a unique form factor. And I say this because it's not trying to really give you a desktop experience. When you open it in both orientation, it still feels like it doesn't really fit um, if you just open it up like your desktop. So you're really getting that, that experience a little bit different there. Um, we obviously saw that Juan Carlos got the new uh, pen, the Microsoft uh, Surface Pen 2, and obviously we'll be able to see some of those new functionalities. So I'm excited for it. I, I did I did not jump in on the Duo 2 and I think it was Juan, Juan and I were talking about it a little bit. I ended up putting a lot of money into the Fold. I realized that the Fold 3 is not a cheap phone. Um, and of course, the Duo 2, I wasn't really even knowing. I didn't know if the Duo 2 was going to be a thing or not. Uh, the Z Flip for me was uh, kind of, a at the time, an excitement. I jumped on it because I thought it was going to be uh, more than what it ended up being for me. And then, uh, so long story long, um, a lot of my funds right now are a little bit tied up because... I need to kind of functionally uh, get back on my feet a little bit with the with the hardware purchases to be able to start working on my next budget. And guess again, I, again, I wasn't planning on um, if Google was going to be, you know, Team Pixel is going to support a channel or not. So if it doesn't, and I don't end up getting part of that or don't end up being there, I need to figure out a way to pick up the Pixel Six Pro because that seriously is the phone I want to work with. Uh, and I want to basically go back because that's bringing the excitement that I got with the Pixel Four XL that. It was one of the first phones that I've received that I've ever received or even bought uh, that I could not take my SIM card out of it. I was having the hardest time. Every time I thought about taking my SIM card to put it in a new phone to review, I had a hard time. It was such a weird experience. Like the Pixel 4 XL did everything I wanted with the exception of the fingerprint sensor that wasn't, you know, they decided that was the year they were going to take it out. I think that was really one of my, my favorite devices, even to date. The 5 is amazing, but the 4XL is still a champ. And I'm pretty sure Greg would be uh, right on top of that with me. Uh, just, again, how, how much it is. Hmm. Ah, good soup. I don't know why I'm saying good soup all day today. Uh let me see. I think I jumped a few more questions, but yes. So, but kind of like to re, uh, to re, uh, jump back into with um, El Josa in there. The reality, it does have a lot of appeal with having the dual display uh, and the functionalities that they added to the Duo Two. So, I cannot wait to see what Juan uh, has that. And honestly, I'm surprised I haven't had a chance to jump down and go down to Best Buy and see if I can play around with one of their demos. Uh, I think overall, as an experience, the Duo Two is a massive upgrade over the Duo from last year. I think the Duo is still very functional. If you'd like to pick them up, they're actually pretty inexpensive now. Um, and you can probably pick up a brand new one or even a slightly used one for about you know 300 bucks. And it's still a very capable smartphone. Like I seriously, uh, with the exception, obviously, if you uh, if you really want to get it because of the cameras, I don't think that's what that, that version of the phone is for. It's really meant for um, multitasking and functionalities uh, beyond what normal Android smartphones can provide us. Um, Davin Davis, hey man, hope you're doing well. Hey TK, uh, I prefer using uh, pre-cut adhesive uh, tape versus glue uh, for repair. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be basically, I'm, I'm with you on that, but I feel like, uh, depends on what you're trying to fix. Some of them, uh, uh it's pretty hard to use pre-cut adhesive tape. Um, if OnePlus comes out with Android 12 on a OnePlus 8 series, I'll use it over on my, yeah, I think for the most part, the OnePlus 8 should be receiving Android 12. So the eight and the nine, 
should be, I think if I'm not mistaken, the, 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 the beta that they were running or the alpha that were running, they were running them on the nine and the nine pro. There's no question that the eight and the eight pro should be receiving it. The question is just when open beta for that, that one's going to kick in. They typically focus on the current year models first and then, and the pro and the nine are usually the biggest one to my understanding, unless they changed it at the beginning, the nine R was not part of the beta initially, but they may have changed it since then. So we'll see. Uh, I'll just so ER jumping in. I think one of the things that um, to look for uh, with the one plus uh, with, with one plus ten C devices is whether the custom ISP is uh, the same as the V seventy Pro plus uh, to, that will come with other devices. So I think that conversation is coming a little bit because. So Juan's playing with the X seventy Pro Plus, uh, and we know that the X seventy Pro has a MediaTek processor. But the question is, can the benefits that we see on so there, so Vivo, Oppo, and OnePlus are all part of the BBK family. Um, and, but we noticed that there's obviously, as we talked about earlier, there's a little bit more synergy between OnePlus and, and Oppo than what we're seeing right now with Vivo. And the hope is that we see some of the some of the benefits of what Vivo's doing in the camera technology department, especially with their Zeiss experience, uh, and maybe hopefully seeing some of that seep into this uh, the some of the other brands that we see, uh, because we with with um, with Color OS being the basis of Oxygen OS, the camera experience is still going to be Oxygen OS. So I don't think the camera app is going to be used the same way between the two. I don't think they're going to uh, merge that type of resource. And the, the libraries for the cameras are not going to be merged. Let's just say that. So yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm hoping that we'll definitely see something like that uh, coming in from Vivo and uh, bridging over to the other side. Uh, Davin Davis is, uh, yeah, Greg, any new ROMs that you're playing with? I think uh, Greg was playing with, with Ubuntu Touch not that long ago, trying to get everything running there. So we'll, we'll have to see how... Um, Ubuntu runs on, the, I think it was on the OnePlus 8, right? Or did you install it on a different one, Greg? Sorry, I can't remember that one. Um, which, <laughs> I love this one. I'll just uh, I'm waiting on the reviews with some interest. I noticed um, other devices from the, uh, from the uh, reveal have already been sent out, and uh, there are a few reviews out there, uh, but none uh, for the Duo 2 yet. So depending on how, how things are, I think anybody that gets the device needs to spend some time with it to truly uh, understand the philosophy and the usability of a Duo as opposed to a standard smartphone. Uh, the V60 was pretty much exactly is basically a, um, a standard slab phone with a secondary display. So you really are still pretty much focusing on one you, one part of the element, and the secondary display only played as a secondary display. So meaning your home screen was always on the main phone. The Duo doesn't do that. The Duo actually can allow you to be on the first or the second one. Now, obviously, the earpiece is only uh, present on the right uh, window of the right screen because of the way they set it up. But the overall experience is you can you can open up multiple things, switch, uh, and you can drag and drop by it with your hand and flick applications from one side to the other. So I want to see some of the updates that they've done there, uh, especially when it comes down to Android 11 because of the obviously generational update. Uh, speaking of which, um, I think what, one thing I was actually looking into was Windows 11. Uh, now that it's officially out, I was trying to download it on my laptop, and then uh, Microsoft said that they are still working on testing it with my brand of laptop, so I couldn't install it on my laptop. I'm not I'm not 100% ready to install it on my desktop yet, uh, mostly because it's a in my editing rig, and I don't want to cause anything to mess up the uh, the flow of work the way I generate my videos. Uh, especially now that my videos are running a more of a 4K resolution, so that takes more time to produce and edit. So it's a little bit more, but we'll we'll see. Uh, da, da, da. Uh, oops, I jumped a few minutes. I think uh, levels uh, saturation. Uh, Davin Davis. Um, 
Aditya is saying, I don't think many reviewers give credit to the uh, to the color science in ISP and the Oppo and Vivo uh, phones. Uh, they're, uh, they are simply vibrant without uh, reaching Samsung's uh, unicorn puke, <laughs> Juan Carlos always, uh, level of saturation. I think so. I think the color, it's weird. Uh, one of the things I really appreciated about Oppo devices is the color science that they use. Their cameras on the Find X2 Pro and the Find X3 Pro are just seriously some of the best um, color representation, and it is not overly saturated and not totally, you know, uh, bland that you almost like, oh, this is not good. No, it seriously has, it does actually a really good uh, job. Uh, the the video on the front, although it doesn't go to 4K, still actually produces better video than uh, what I've seen on some other devices on the market. The cameras on the back are very nice, and I find that they, uh, they always improve on the experience without having to have like the light, uh, not the like uh, uh, the Zeiss or the Hasselblad uh, relationship to bring that in. Remember, OnePlus and Vivo are heavily uh, emphasized by the uh, partnership that they're using. OnePlus is bringing um, S-Band now, uh, X-Band with the uh, the new modes that they brought in there for the cameras. Um, but they could, there's also the color science options with the Hasselblad mode. And then, of course, Vivo is bringing in Zeiss and Zeiss Color and Zeiss HDR processing. So Juan's working on a massive video right now, as we know, with the camera review on the X, uh, X70 Pro Plus, which I think a lot of us are going to be, be enjoying, especially I think most of it is going to be on the Patreon side with a little bit of a teaser version on YouTube. Um, so I'm glad I'm, I'm on the Patreon side. I'll be checking that out as well. So for sure. Yeah, no, a lot of people don't focus on that. Um, to them, they are mostly focusing on, on other aspects of it. And the camera part of, of a, an Oppo device is seriously very much up there when it comes down to, uh, to performance, color science, uh, and then, of course, just sheer usability. Uh, they have a very nice steady mode that they've introduced in ColorOS 11 and super steady. And, of course, even the ability of stabilizing the ultra-wide as opposed to just the standard main sensor by cropping in a little bit. So, for sure. Uh at least, at least they're flagship. Yeah, no, for sure. They're definitely flagship devices. It's quite a commercial level of <laughs> Ubuntu Touch. Okay, so Greg is running Ubuntu Touch right now. Works good. Uh, a little bit buggy on the OnePlus 6, uh, but decent for boot. Every time it takes two, two to three reboots for it to get to actually boot up correctly. It's, it, yeah, it, it's hard to, Ubuntu Touch is a, an amazing desktop experience, especially if you're able to get it to run correctly, um, especially if you love using Ubuntu, like, you know, just to use Linux off of a smartphone is just crazy. It's one of the best experiences you can do. It's also one of the lightest uh, from, an, from an implementation and installation on the smartphone. It's definitely one of the better options. Um, I know the, um, the XDA phone was supposed to run Ubuntu Touch on it, the FX Tech 1. Um, that was running. Uh, unfortunately, I never got a chance to play with it, but it would have been definitely one of those things I want to check out. Uh, let me see what else here. Oops, I think I missed it. Oh, here it is. Um, TK, I posted um, I posted the shorts uh, for my uh, for my completed Xperia 1 Mark II and the Note A repairs uh, to my YouTube account for, uh, for you to check out uh, with, uh, with whenever you'd like. Definitely, dude. Appreciate it. Um, I, I'm glad. I'm glad that you were able to get everything uh, running back and uh, getting in there. Note 8 is actually still a very capable smartphone, but uh, the Xperia 1 Mark II, I'm glad that the baby's back and it's working. I'm glad. It's it's crazy when a device goes bad, right? And um, you realize how much you depend on it when you have to send it in for repair. It's a it's it's seriously. I mean, uh, even if we have other devices to let's say we can use in the meantime, it doesn't really change the fact that you know we rely on our smartphones now on a daily basis to do simple things in life, to connect with people, to do work, to do homework, um, just to be part of the uh, uh, like a family or an ecosystem. Um, 
I, for my son's swim meet uh, and everything going on, uh, the uh, sw the coach created a Telegram group for the parents to be able to communicate with each other, coordinate for events coverage, and and you know who's bringing what and and doing what kind of a thing. So it's a total you know parents and kids and swimming and all of that. But uh, it is very very refreshing for me how technology has brought us closer to each other, and what we realized and what we noticed when. Um, WhatsApp and when Facebook and Instagram went down for six hours on Monday did to everybody. Um, it was a big impact to people and it was a big impact to more, uh, more of an impact to people outside of the U.S. that don't necessarily have other solutions to jump on. Um, and I say this because we were talking about Lebanon and so on. Seriously, man, uh, WhatsApp is one of the number one communication ways I communicate with my family down there. So for that amount of time that it was down, luckily it was during the time when they were a little bit in the evening going in for them, you know, into sleep anyways. Um, it was a little bit concerning that like, how do we pick up? Do we need to try to pick up in phone calls? And because it's a lot more expensive to call there than it is to just use WhatsApp, right? So the reality is it brought us closer to each other, but we're also realizing that we are kind of dependent on it. So be aware of that you should always have a backup. I think Telegram ended up being the option that a lot of us kind of jumped back on uh, on that and it worked out for us as well. So we'll see. Uh, yes, dude, I, uh, Greg, I'm with you. I cannot wait for the review uh, and I'm, I'm waiting anxiously just to see this, the camera samples. Uh, he promised uh, a very well detailed experience and it, it's like a good movie. You wait for it and he's been putting out a lot of trailers for that and uh, all the trailers have been uh, been really enticing us and uh, definitely whetting our appetite there. Uh, Dude, hopefully, okay. Uh, oh, dude, I'm, I'm glad, Ibrahim, hope you're doing well, man. Um, unboxing Mania. Hold on, let me see. TK. Um, <laughs> hold on, TK. Um, have a great day, everyone. Uh, yeah, definitely, man, of course. Um, I'm hoping things do kind of uh, do get a lot better. Um, I had a little bit of an, so there's a little bit of a interesting conversation that I had. There was a brand that I was trying to work with um, recently that i've worked with for years and you guys know me working with that brand for quite some time uh, but unfortunately due to um some communication going back and forth either way um i wasn't going to be able to basically review the next device that they're going to be releasing and it's going to be going to another reviewer that works with um another company that i work with i'm trying to be vague as much as possible the short answer was a little bit of disappointment and i'm hoping that 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 i'll be able to check out their device in the near future um but uh yeah, I, I hate being vague because it sounds weird, but it just there are certain things that go on during the week that it's hard for us to share. And those are one of the things I like sharing with you guys. It's always, um, you know, highs and lows, but you always have to find that middle ground and kind of continue with it. But either way, like I said, it's good. It's Saturday. Um, you know, my son's swimming. Hopefully he's doing really good. And uh, by the time hopefully we're done with the show and they'll be back, I'll be able to spend some time with him. And again, that's the whole point, right? Have fun with your friends and then come back and kick it with your kids uh, and, and have a good afternoon. Um, oh, dude, doing great here. Okay, let me see here. Hang out. Um, use Hangout or Telegram. Uh, absolutely. So um, uh, Google Chat has been taking over a lot of my Hangouts. I no longer have Hangouts running on my phone. I think it pretty much just transitioned me to use uh, Google Chat. Uh, so if you're using Google Chat, that also works the same way. Um, I think for the most part, um, overall, Telegram has served very well, specifically because of the compatibility, and it just works for me without having to have a Google account logged in, and I can have it set up on multiple accounts. Even if I don't log into Google, I just need to have Telegram installed, so for sure. Oh, Signal was also another one. Uh, Google Duo is a, is a good keep uh, uh, keep with video calls. Yes, uh, I, I like that. No, uh, uh, Microsoft Meet, 
uh, does actually, or Teams does a, a very nice job there. Uh, rumors of the upcoming Xperia 4. Um, you know what? If I had to make any kind of, uh, um, I would say, predictions, there are no rumors. It, I would probably just say prediction-wise. Um, we know the camera setup right now is more than likely going to be continuing. So there's nothing, not no indication of that um, uh, it, what the Sony is uh, going to change the sensors on that. Um, so the Xperia 4, for the most part, more than likely will be running whatever the next SOC is going to be. So whichever one that, um, you know, Qualcomm is going to be announcing in the next couple, in a, I would say maybe a month and a half. What are we? Um, yeah. Beginning of December is roughly when uh, the Qualcomm event is going to usually happens. And uh, if they're going to have one in person, that'll be the time where you will find out what the next SOC is. Uh, short answer is more than likely we're still going to be going with the 4K 120. I don't see them jumping in into another resolution there. Uh, we may see maybe better optimization for maybe adaptive refresh rate as opposed to a consistent 120. That, again, won't be changing too much of the conversation. Um, I think the biggest thing that we're probably going to notice here is maybe more focus on um, you know, external audio, better better experiences on the uh, on the uh, overall performance. I think the speakers and the headphone jack are almost perfect. I feel like they should just not touch anything there. Leave those in there. Um, but I would hope definitely for them to give us, give us a little bit bigger battery, maybe a five thousand milliamp here, uh, with all of the benefits that they're doing. I would not mind um, having the phone be a little bit thicker for that initial battery saving, uh, battery performance uh, increase. There, uh, they do a really good job with battery management, so. We'll have to see how that comes out. I mean, there's there's not much we can predict. Sony updating their devices is generally um, very much a very focused experience on what they can do better. So Android 12 is going to be coming out. I'm also wondering to see what they do with Android 12. I'm hoping that a lot of the things that we see in Android um, transition much, much better to devices that typically are not very heavily skinned. So we'll have to see how that goes. But for sure, very, very much interested in to see. Uh, Chris, hope you're doing well. Hey, Chris Lopez, hope you're doing well, man. Uh, Hans, hey, TK, when do you think we'll, be, we'll get Android 12 for Xperia 1 Mark III? Uh, typically, that'll probably be within the first to second months of next year, if anything. Uh, that's what they did last year with the uh, Android 11. I think we got it at the end of January, early February. So the more than likely, that'll be the time when we see it. Um, I think official announcements already been made. Uh, the only thing that we have to do now is wait for them to start adapting it to Sony devices. Uh, and that's the biggest thing. Uh, the announcement that we saw before was not for any specific device. Uh, it was more specific to just the announcement of Android 12. So we'll have to see. But I, if I had to put money on, I would probably say at least in the US, that'll be roughly around that time and probably a little bit earlier in Europe or even in Asia. More than likely, Asia will get it first. I think that's what we did last year. Uh, it came out on Asian uh, uh, Xperia 1 Mark One or Mark IIs first. And then, um, on um, you know, uh, so when you kind of follow it with the main flagship from this year, it'll end up being within the first second months, just enough time for them to beta test it and get it running. So hopefully that makes sense. I think Hans was asking that question. So... I think, yeah, the, the, a lot of things kind of going on. Um, for me next week, I'm pretty much going to be focusing on, there's a couple of announcements, a couple of new things I want uh, that I'll be uh, covering for you guys. Uh, look forward to some, um, some surprises. No Xperia. <laughs> I'll say that now. There's no Xperia going on. 
Um, but hopefully uh, some surprises that will uh, basically, uh, you know, things that may be surprising and hopefully will be pleasant uh, and will do well. Uh, I think the overall experience for me, I think going to be focusing mostly on pushing out the video for this one. Um, I don't think I'll be getting the watch, the Apple Watch 7 on the 15th. If anything, it'll be probably doing a couple of days later. So maybe I'll say a little check here. The 15th is next week on... Friday, right? Yeah. So I'm more than likely I'll be maybe getting it around the announcement of uh, the Pixel 6 and 6 Pro. Uh, but the main thing I want to focus on next week, I have a few other uh, couple of little things here, gadgets that were sent that I need to review, but mostly the S Pen Pro. I want to have that conversation with everybody. Um, I actually feel like it's worth it. I don't think it's uh, it's something we should just ignore uh, as a as a as a device if you if you have the need for it. I don't think this is something we should buy just for the sake of buying it. But now that it's out, the S Pen case for the S21 Ultra, the S Pen case for the uh, case for the Z Flip 3, absolutely make no sense. Do not get them. It is not something you should even consider, because at the end of the day, they're not functional because of the way they're set up. They make the phone much much wider than they need to be. And if you really need an S Pen and you really need to carry it with you, that solution is just not the right one. I prefer getting it where the S Pen is protected. It does exactly what I want an S Pen to do. Also, for the fact that this is the same size, roughly the same size as what a regular pen is, the just the handheld functionality. I mean, just everything works very nicely. Uh, and I'm glad that I was able to flip it really nicely here because I was hoping I don't fail. Uh, it's going to be very nice. I think this is worth it if you need a pen. Uh, but it's also worth it because if you have other devices from Samsung, so if you have an S21, a Fold, or let's say a Tab S7 Plus, that's the S Pen you want because that's the one S Pen you can transition from one device to the other seamlessly, and it works, and it works the exact same way you want it. So for sure, one of my favorite uh, new gadgets, uh, and it will be basically a permanent part for hopefully supported for quite some time before they start bringing in new versions of the S Pen. So we'll have to see how that goes. Uh, Pixel <laughs> Pixel Six Pro wink wink five times. Greg, I wish I wish I could wink. Oh, believe me, man, I'll be winking and high fiving. No. Uh, a lot of things coming up. I'm hoping I'll be part of Team Pixel in the coverage on the Pixel 6 and 6 Pro. Again, the reason why I say I hope there is no guarantee in anything, and um, I've had a good run uh, with Pixel with the Pixel team or Team Pixel, and uh, my hope is that things kind of keep going. So I'm always surprised, always um, appreciated. I always appreciate when. I'm able to work with brands that I truly value uh, their message and what they bring into the tech space. Uh, Team Pixel, Team Sony, Team Xperia have been big parts of what I do. Um, Team Oppo or Team Color OS, I'm also a big part of what they offer there. And of course, OnePlus and, and so on. There's a lot of devices out there, but I feel like those kind of hit those levels or hit my, my needs in a very special way, for sure. Uh, surprises near, <laughs> uh, near to December. Yeah, for sure. I'm thinking probably December. Uh, I'm, I will find out more. Um, so TK, you're saying Xperia an awful lot today, TK. Oh my God. Um, I think it's probably a sign because I, I really want, I really want to get my hands back on, on the Xperia 1 Mark III. I'll say that 4K 120 Hertz and also for some reason right now, they still have that, that that exclusivity. Call of Duty at 120 hertz on the Xperia is the only place you can play that. So for me, that's that's really why I'm I'm, I'm trying to kind of jump onto that, jump into that. Uh, but it is truly also the fact that it's just like it's overdue. The 5 Mach 3 is, I'm, I'm hoping they don't cancel. So I'll say this, I'm hoping it's not canceled, but I'm also hoping that it does come out very soon. But yes, I had, I did say that a lot. Uh, Asad, uh, <laughs> Asad Ali is saying, uh, Salam, Salam Alaikum, uh, Asad, hope you're doing well. 
Oh man, surprises in near December. Yes, uh, Aditya is reading the tea leaves per se uh, of uh, how things are going. Uh, but hopefully yeah, next week is going to be a very interesting week for me. Uh, a little bit of kind of uh, house cleaning, finishing up some stuff, a couple of new things I need to kind of start working on uh, on videos for that. Um, and then hopefully we'll we'll be able to kind of get back into the norm of how things are going. I know the holidays are going to start kicking in. Um, I know it's a holiday in, uh, on Monday, so if you if you if you live in the U.S. and um, your job does celebrate Columbus Day, so Monday is Columbus Day. So some people may have the day off. Unfortunately, it's not a day off for me. Uh, and YouTube life never stops really. Uh, it actually never stops even when I take vacation time. Uh, the video, surprisingly, though, last Saturday that I put out instead of the live stream uh, was that it hit a note. Like a lot of people were very interested in that uh, in that topic. So I'm glad people uh, enjoyed that video, and I hope you guys got a chance to check it out. Uh, this week has been interesting. A lot of interesting things going up and down. So we'll see how things go next week. Uh, and I think for the most part, uh, I think you know for the show, we'll try to keep it a little bit uh, tight and uh, like stay on on point. Um, unless something comes up with uh, some uh, with a few guys, uh, but I think it's a good time for us to kind of transition to the uh, TKception. If you guys would like to jump into that, I know it's a little bit earlier than typical. Uh, overall, if you guys haven't checked it out, this is part of the show where we like to put in uh, the hashtag TKception, and we try to highlight and feature some of the main contributors in the chat, and of course, everybody hanging out with us here in the chat today. Uh, and of course, it helps us kind of, uh, in a certain way, kind of summarize and bring in the show uh, to to uh, to a good conclusion there. Um, Android is exciting. Android is a big ecosystem that I think a lot of us enjoy being in. I think Apple is doing what it can to bring in some of the features that we've enjoyed for some time and maybe mainstreaming some of them. But at the end of the day, we really should just enjoy and benefit from what we have. Uh, and it also actually does benefit us as well to a certain point when Apple brings in some of these features because any adoption to a certain refresh rate or a certain technology can also entice developers to start supporting Android even more with more technologies like that. Which means what I'm saying is, I'm hoping is at that point, we'll start seeing more 120 frames or 120 hertz refresh rate devices at more affordable pricing. Because right now, 90 hertz is about to think the best that we're able to get on the, on the, on the lower end part. Um, Soundcore, Liberty uh, Liberty 3 Pro, uh, I think is one of the best options you can get on the market right now. I'm very happy to see what they've done with it and what they're going to be able to do because um, Soundcore is actually one of those com few companies that keeps adding features as time goes on. Again, they added LDAC support to the Liberty 2 Pros that are right now selling, if I'm not mistaken, about 89 bucks. You can pick them up from Amazon for like 89 bucks. Well, really decent job. Uh, the biggest thing I would probably say is I'm happy with the fact that they reduce the size of the case and the buds themselves fit very nicely and the battery is still wirelessly charged wired connection and it lasts for a really long time uh one of my biggest things is that just this case was a list a little bit too big for the pocket size uh you know the little pocket that we have in our jeans uh for me to keep them with me that's typically where i put these in there so i like buds or the casing for buds like that that fit those so like the pixel buds the pixel buds a series uh, or even uh, you know even the infinix one that i talked to you guys about last week uh very interesting unique experience let me see if i can get that to her and here i mean very nice small and you can definitely fit them in your pocket so the Liberty 3 Pros, the Liberty 3 Pros definitely do a better job there. And again, if you guys are checking them out, make sure to check out the those links for everything in the comments below. Uh, but the S Pen video is going to be my next video pushing out, so you guys will definitely get a chance to check that out. Uh, let me bring it over here. 
Um, Juan and I did get a chance to do our best of our week show this week, which was really nice. I know he didn't get a chance to do it on Monday for the SGGQA. So I like, I, I, I jokingly called him or texted him at that. And I said, dude, I know you took the day off, but did you have to take Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, uh, and face, sorry, Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp down with you? Is that, is that the way we do it now? Uh, and he's just kind of cracked up with me. So let's go ahead and switch it on here. Oops. Let me see here. I clicked the wrong one. So we're going to share screen and uh, this is going to be that nice visual effect that I, I would say that it happened by coincidence one time and it ended up becoming a part of the show. And it is a, a basically a landmark of the show. So one, two, three, Dang, right there. Oh my God. Always, always love it. Uh, so with that being said, I want to say thank you to everybody, obviously for hanging out with us. Um, thanks to Greg for taking uh, time of his day on Saturday to hang out with us. Of course, hashtag TKception. Um, Chemi, always, always, TK Amigo, Canal, uh, Damon, always, always, always. Um, I really can't wait till the day we're able to hang out again, um, especially since he and I got a chance to hang out in Germany during uh, right before IFA with Honor. Uh, and I, honestly, that was one of the best times. I, I really loved traveling. I miss traveling. That's a, I think that's a big part that I don't realize I, I was missing that much. Uh, TK, of course, always Chemi, uh, TKception, TKRBA, always, always. Aditya, oh my God, the man, the Mr. Cumberbatch of our show. Uh, TKception, TKRBA, TK excited for Xperia Bay. I know TK needs to stop saying Xperia today because it sounds like this, you know, I'm not going to say that this show is not sponsored anymore because I'm going to say this show is not sponsored. <laughs> uh, but thank you very much, Aditya. Um, it is, it is very, it, I'll say this, it's humbling to see the level of support that I get from some of you guys, because at the end of the day, realistically, uh, it makes what we do just even more special. That I don't know if there's a better way to say it. When you make content, when you're when you're spending your time, when you're trying to put in a an idea together and bring something to 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 people and put it out there for people to judge or to watch, um, it's really nice to know that you have some friends out there. Um, that's really a lot of it that I can say that, that, that I can't really say outside of just being thank you very much, really. And I hope it does convey that message. Uh, but with yeah, definitely. Thank you very much, Aditya. Uh, Ibrahim, ER1980, thank you very much. TKception. Um, El Josa is with us here. Chemi's in there. Marilyn, thank you very much for hanging out with us. And everybody kicking it with us here. Marilyn, always always love having you and uh, when, you, when you get a chance to hang out with us here on the show. Uh, this week is a little bit of a slow one. I know it wasn't a lot of big heavy hitters. Uh, but let me go ahead and say stop sharing because I realized it didn't share the screen correctly. Um, but yeah, I, I hope you guys do do well. I hope you guys have a great rest of the week, weekend. And then um, keep it here, lock it in and check it out and check out the show next week. Um, hopefully me Monday morning, SGGQA will be back. Uh, and of course, we'll have the best of our week on Thursday. And of course, always closing it off for the week with the Saturday morning with tech episode 92. We're inching at uh, episode 100 and... I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I may want to do something special for hitting 100. That's actually a big milestone for the live stream. I didn't think we were going to get this. And without Juan last year, realistically, I wouldn't have started the show again. And it's been best, uh, literally the best part of my week every week when I get a chance to spend some time with you guys and uh, we get a chance to chit chat and kick it in. Uh, I Oh, here it is. Uh, Jimmy Fire Dragon. Thank you very much. TK Seption, TK Apple Watch Bay. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, TK iPhone 13 uh, and maybe uh, TK Hydrate. I appreciate it, man. Actually, I know I'm, I'm coffee may not be the best, but man, I like coffee uh, without sugar or sweetener or anything or cream. So for me, uh, I definitely always enjoy the coffee bean and whatever the, the brew is going to be. So 
Be well, do well, and hope you guys have, again, best a great rest of the weekend. Um, I'll see you guys next week, and thank you very much for hanging out with me. Uh, I'll see you. Obviously, you can connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, and, of course, on YouTube in the comments. We'll see you, and we'll talk to each other hopefully next week. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye for now.